I wrote it down phonetically so I could see it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's Emma here with Dr. Weil. Well, Weil, there he is. Yay. So, and we are live on Facebook and we are on Zoom with uh, Dr. Bob. I'll just call you Dr. Bob. <laughs> How about that? Yes, that's my moniker uh, when it comes to my radio show, The Sports Doctor, or uh, any of the articles that I do and on the show. Dr. Bob's great, Emma. Nice to be back with you. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm telling you, Dr. Bob's a friend of the show, and he's been on a few times. We talk feet. We talk sports. We talk a little bit of everything. Um, Dr. Bob here is, um, he's a podi podiatrist, a doctor. And an ortho doctor for sports medicine. He's an author. He's a radio host. He's a man of the world. <laughs> he's he's a good guy. Um, Emma, so, flattery, will, flattery will get you anywhere. You know, hot dog. Uh, hot dog. Add, add to the health and wellness and fitness of the audience. Mm -hmm. is uh, uh, what my whole goal is when I, I have the pleasure on joining shows like yours, whether right. it's the best shoe for my son or daughter, about one of my most famous articles, Women in High Heels Accepting the Challenge. <laughs> we talk about <laughs> the exercises. So uh, we're, we're glad to add some awareness as well as education in the important world of health and wellness. Again, whether you're the best athlete in the world or you're their grandmother. And we right. want to stay healthy or you're the grandkids and we want to try to prevent all these youth sports. Uh, so fire away, young lady. All right, my friend. Um, with all the number of kids playing sports, I mean, kids have been playing sports forever and all the injuries and stuff um, from overworked muscles to concussions. So um I know that on one of your shows, you had, you had spoken about concussions and kids and, and everything. So let's start with concussions. Um, I checked it out. And according to the CDC, brain injuries and concussions in children 17 years and younger in 2020 was 6.8% that have you know had the, a concussion. The awareness, Emma, about yeah. the whole word concussion. Yeah has exploded great. I've had right. people all over the world whose expertise is some aspect of dealing with, treating, uh, identifying concussions. Right. And now we're paying much more attention. Years ago, it was in any sport, somebody really got hit in the head. Someone say, how many fingers? Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, it's been a nightmare. So the necessity of having the education of whoever's dealing with the youth sports, whether it's the coaches, the parents, uh, whether it's the referees, all paying much, much more attention. Um, uh, and again, the uh, huge situations in football that have brought this to just front and center, the challenge of concussions. And still to this day, Emma, nobody knows, Doc, how long is it going to take my son or daughter to safely return to sports and there is no exact science still right so a lot of it is subjective but we've come a long way baby 
And as a rule, you want to make sure uh, that your son or daughter is honest in telling you whether they've had some trauma. Uh, and again, youth football, don't get me started. <laughs> there is yeah. no safe football. It's concussions. It's collisions. Mm -hmm. And you, we have to understand this. And it's uh, uh, something that education is very, very important. There's a lot of parents who don't want their children to play contact sports. Uh, and it's a big topic of conversation. And uh, people need to be, parents need to be educated. Uh, and they need to take any head trauma as a potential concussion seriously. The psychologists that I have on the show who have right. dealt with the high school world for decades say we have no idea what a problem this is. And oh, wow. we need Continue to pay attention. Well, just like um, a few weeks ago, the the professional football player who got hit and yeah, died sure. on yes. the field. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, that again, that's one of these emergencies that everybody took a gigantic deep breath. All of us have never experienced this on live television on Monday Night Football. Right. It was the, the incredible care immediately. Yeah, uh, that, that he received. Absolutely. Saved his life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was flipping. I got home and, and turned on the TV and I flipped the channel and there was like ambulances on the on yeah. the football field and paramedics. And, you know, you've seen everybody in their neighbor. Now, you have to also take a deep breath and understand that 95 percent of youth sports at all levels, there's nowhere near this kind of right. preparedness to be able to deal with these emergencies. We have to really pay attention. Uh, to the to the fact that uh, there are these uh, defibrillators that are available if people know how to use them and people know where they are and uh, right. uh, etc. Uh, and the uh, youth sports is a huge business is a twenty billion dollar a year business. Traveling teams, mm -hmm. clubs uh, teams, serious attention. Where yeah. you have my world also the world of figure skating. And, you know, one of my poster boys, the tooth, I can't believe we're celebrating this week. <laughs> I know. 13 years that the young boy who grew up here in Naperville, Illinois, Evan Lysacek, won the Olympic gold medal in men's figure skate. I put orthotics in Evan's skates when he was 10. I'm yeah. still putting orthotics in 10-year-old skates who are already doing double jumps and taking things very, very seriously. So, uh, or if your young son or daughter is a soccer player or they're a gymnast, where yeah. we are rising very, very early. So uh, there is an epidemic, Emma, of youth sports overuse injuries, both physically mm -hmm. and physically. You know? Oh, yeah. Think of the overzealous parent on the sidelines or dealing with the injuries that happen. Ankle injuries is still one of the most common injuries we see mm -hmm. in youth sports. And so we recommend, I don't care what your son or daughter, what sport they play. I don't care what their level is. One of the things we recommend, recommend big time in my book, Hashtag A Sports Parents, is strengthen your feet and ankles. Yes, yes. Strengthening your feet and ankles. It's a chapter called Essential Exercises. And we also recommend big time work balance. Work on balance with your son or daughter in their sport. Imagine you're balancing on a mini trampoline. Imagine you're standing on tilt boards. So we've been for, I don't know, 40 years, 
talking about this, uh, <laughs> which is, you know, prevent a lot of problems in youth mm-hmm. sports. Or if you're a jogger or you're a walker and you're wondering why your hips hurt or your back hurts, mm-hmm. we pay attention to foot mechanics. Are you in the best shoe for you? So as a sports podiatrist, you know, you might say, what the heck do you know about concussions? And I say, I just have experts in all these areas, nutrition, physical training, and all of these areas that go into, um, I'll tell you a funny story. One of my numerous guests uh, is developing a documentary called Youth Sports, Where Our Children Play. I've had him on 10 times. Mm-hmm. The pandemic got in the way. Probably this spring or summer, you'll see the documentary that we paid such big attention to all these challenges. The funny story is when he was first my guest four or five years ago, he said, youth sports is a $15 billion a year business, Dr. Bob. And a year or two later, while we're still talking about it and talking about all these things, he says, you know, Dr. Bob, it's a $17 billion a year business. And I had him on a month and a half ago, and he said, you know, Dr. Bob, it's a $20 billion a year business. It's almost a joke, which how big this is. And to understand the pressure on your son or daughter in their high school sport, especially in the traveling team sports, and the better your daughter is, you know, uh, the pressure to play hurt. Oh, absolutely. I mean... When I was playing uh, softball, it's like I would get hurt and the coaches say, walk it off, you know, just yes. walk it off, yes. shake it off. Now we've know. come up with a baby. Oh, yeah. 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 And I mean, that meant talk about ankles. I mean, that ankle, my ankles are the weakest part because my feet, I'd be walking and my ankle will go, yeah. you know, it'll go like that. Talk a lot on the sports doctor. My science of orthotics is the orthotics are prescription inserts that go in your sports shoes, your figure skates, whatever. Whether you're eight years old and we're trying to enhance balance, we're trying to prevent falls, that we want optimum alignment as best we can. Are you flat-footed? Do you have high arches? What's your foot mechanics? So when done properly, orthotics almost always are a big step up Mm -hmm. in trying to half the females I've seen over 40 years. I don't want to date myself. (laughs) (laughs) Girls in sports are knee problems. I'm a a foot specialist. Yeah. The female athlete where your hips are wider, Mm -hmm. there's more angle down to the knee. You're going through puberty. You're going through hormones that help create the kind of flexibility that God willing, you'll be able to have children. Right. So the stress on the knees um, is is uh, in the world of ACL injuries and these knee injuries yeah. Yeah. is still four to one girls to boys. And I'll tell you, I don't want to jinx myself, but the women athletes I've seen in all areas, Olympic volleyball and softball and running, et cetera, when we included orthotics, non-contact i can count on one hand how many acl injuries i've seen over the years and i'm still yelling about it <laughs> that i want a routine to pay big attention again to what are the biomechanics of your daughter when she's playing serious tennis already as a 13 year old yeah and 
pay big attention to adding sports podiatry on your team uh, with nutrition and training. And yet again, when I talk to so many experts Emma, in all these areas, coaching or parenting or high level um, uh, sports medicine, uh, they're pulling their hair out, saying that still we're treading water, that still there's this philosophy of more is better. Yeah. And more pain, more gain. Right. And all kinds of things. And in the world of concussions, where, you know, Brian Urlacher, the great Hall of Fame middle linebacker of the Bears, years ago, yeah. he, he talking to somebody and he threw in the uh, expression that, you know, if I got my head dinged on the side in, 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 in the game. I'd come right. to the side, I'd say to them, hey, my foot hurts because I didn't want to have to go, you know, through the protocol and they're <laughs> going to keep me out for two mm -hmm. games. It's an exaggeration, of course. Right. But don't hit yourself when it comes to the young athletes who are concerned about admitting to their mom or dad or to their coach, you know, I'm getting headaches, mom. Uh, and the psychologists in high school who would hear all these stories, you know, my son can't sleep. He's uh, who knows how many times he's had trauma. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, ironically, the mental side is just as big a deal. One of the contributors to my book, Rob Andrews, Robert Andrews, uh, is the founder of the Institute of Sports Performance in Houston. He's mm -hmm. got a wall gold medals because he's worked with all the Olympic gymnasts, the Simone Biles, all those teams. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, again, they were flabbergasted. Uh, uh, what these kids kept to themselves, we won't yeah. even, uh, we won't even, uh, again, in the doctoring and all of this abuse and the science of um, coming back from injury mentally. So we need to continue to pay much more attention. The better your son or daughter, um, the high level going for scholarships and all these pressures, uh, mm -hmm. the more we see it gets intense. So I tell sports parents all the time, be number one, don't be a critic. Right. Don't evaluate your son or daughter's performance in the car on the way home. Try your best. Yeah. <laughs> It's and hard. I mean, you know, they, they do it all the time. Yeah. Be educated. Yeah. Coaches and parents and uh, experts who talk about this side of things all the time. I have a lot of them on the show. Uh, and, and again, if you go back, if you go to sportsdoctorradio.com, you go to radio shows, you go back 10 years yeah. and you might hear or, or see the topic. Absolutely. Where we're including uh, the fact that, um, this is a very, very big challenge. And parents also, besides not being critics, sports parents need to be good listeners. You gotta be talking to your son or daughter. Are you hurting? Yeah. Uh, you know, the famous Tommy John surgery mm -hmm. in baseball, right? Mm -hmm. Is now being done reluctantly many times on teenagers. Teenagers? Because of, yes, because of too much throwing and too oh. much use so yeah. uh one of the chapters in my book again is the prodigy sports and right. if you're in the good climate and you're a talented pitcher you might be pitching year round oh gosh yeah and the wear and tear on your arm and your elbow oh. and your oh, oh my god 
Uh, and even though doctors and therapists and all these experts agree, mm -hmm. we want your son or daughter playing multiple sports. 80% of the women's gold medal soccer team grew up playing multiple sports. It surprises a lot yeah. of people. But still, the prodigy sports exist. And if your daughter's a gymnast or she's a figure skater, mm -hmm. even if she's a tennis player or soccer, the, the, uh, the pressure is to specialize. And yeah. we have to understand that we need to treat these kids and their families differently. Understand, we call it repetitive motion injuries. Think about that tennis player who's swinging the racket a thousand times a week. So my famous sports therapist, the late Bob Guida, and I have a segment on my uh, radio show. Bob's yeah. been gone a year. Uh, I call it Bob Guida Wisdom. And he right. would say, strengthen the opposites. And he would want these athletes to work on muscles that are involved with landing. He'd pay big attention to foot mechanics. Mm -hmm. Again, in preventing problems and trying to enhance performance where that's the interest. You know, you want to be a step or two quicker, strengthen your feet, man. Or oh, a woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. I mean, the you, you watch, you know, football players or tennis players. You know, I love tennis. Um, I tried playing when I was younger, but I wasn't any good. Um, uh, you a fan? I'm sorry. Are you a tennis fan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, like the old, you know, uh you remember uh, Austin? Yes. I put orthotics in her tennis sneakers in the middle eighties. Nice. Remember Mac and McEnroe. John I love John McEnroe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. An expert in the athletic training for tennis. And they flocked to him, Jimmy Connors. Uh-huh. Uh, the uh uh Nick Bullock Moore, yeah. passed away his academy. And the idea was tennis are the uh, top of the line as far as athletes. Yeah, yeah. This training much harder, but yes, my pedigree, I'll send you a picture of me and Tracy Austin on the sidelines. I had a head <laughs> girl then, uh, and she was coming back from some chronic injuries. Yeah. And she was the poster girl for burnout. Oh, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Doing yeah. with this was a big, big deal. Mm -hmm. uh, so yes, um, I have contests a couple times a year, Emma, where we'll ask listeners, what sport requires the best athlete? It's a great question. Oh, yeah. And there's an answers, but uh, always was tennis was up there as far as, uh, you know, let's take a look at a five-setter, you know, with oh. Mackenborg or something. And and, yeah. uh, or, and uh, Novak, one of my faves. Djokovic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. But, um, I mean the strength and the agility and the, can you imagine the, the, when they get older, the knee pain, I mean, the arthritis from all, well, you know, you're gonna be a pro and yeah. you're going to be in a running, jumping sport. Yeah. And you're going to deal with it. Now, again, the whole concussion side of things in the, in the football world yeah. where decades ago, they woke up and said, Holy cow, there's degenerative brain disease, CTE. Well, that was another one of my questions to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, where you have these these football players that play, you know, that just retired and have played for like 10, 15 years or whatever. Oh, you know and what? Then, all of what they go through was oh, what yeah. we watched on television. It yeah. really, really brought to 
the forefront. Mm-hmm. What a mm-hmm. is now uh, another big factor. The athletes are much bigger. They're oh, much they are. Bigger. Yeah, they're much yeah. stronger. So again, these collisions—it's remarkable. Biomechanically, in sports medicine, to me, um, how these athletes can recover, and this is why rest and recovery, Emma, has become such a big deal in sports medicine, mm-hmm. uh, in, in in all areas, where uh, the ability to uh, making sure that we're doing the best we can nutrition-wise, right, right, we're, we're Big attention to the mental side, visualization, meditation, trying to relax, you know, and you're getting paid millions of dollars a year. And what kind of pressure are you under if you're coming back from an injury? You know, well, yeah. And the and the coach saying, you know, are you ready yet? Are you ready yet? And the sponsor saying, you know, you got to get out there and, you know, or or even if they're not on the field, they're going to, you know, places and opening stores or whatever they do, you know. I mean, it's crazy. And then you got to go back and... Emma, ...are being paid. And I think rightfully so, but it's the Wild West. A yeah. great quarterback coming out of high school already. He's signing contracts yeah. with the... And this is a whole new crazy kind of, of uh, mental challenge. And that's where you've had experts in that area on the sports doctor talking about even the financial challenges again the sports parents yeah you, know, yeah you spend thousands of dollars a year on ice time for your figure skater or a young hockey player and you you're dealing with that uh, side of uh, of things you know but there's you know not there's so many great parts of all of this so many positives which we pay big attention to in the documentary and the articles that we write, again, besides one to be, I have three big words we talk about, Emma. One is awareness. Mm-hmm. Parents and coaches uh, to be aware of these challenges, both physically and mentally. We need education. We need parents and coaches and recruiters and everybody else to be educated about all of this stuff. And then we need positive action where we need to be making changes to try to change. You know, you can't get a referee signed up, Emma. I'm exaggerating. Right, because right. nobody wants to be a referee or an official because of the abuse they put up with. Oh, yeah. Even in sports. So this is why the challenge continues on both sides of the equation and why I like to come on and really make a big deal out of all of it on shows like yours uh, uh, because it's such an important part of trying to do the two things everybody cares about, right? Can yeah. I prevent injuries and problems? Somehow, right. can I stay out of problems? And number two, can I enhance performance? We're indicated. Yeah. You know, can, can my son and daughter jump higher? Or can they be two steps quicker? Um, and uh, you know what a big deal it was. And you, are you more effective? You know, take a look at girls and women's sports yourself yeah over you've played these athletes are incredible oh they are they are i mean it it amazes me how they do do what they do you know so um but that's key to these young softball players yeah. and these uh but then we started running into problems again with this you know they thought these underhand pitchers could pitch five days a week yeah and you can't 
you you just physically you know and then whenever they blow out their elbow or their arm shoulder or their you know and they're living on ibuprofen to be yeah. able to show up this is a big oh, yeah. chapter book hashtag has sportsmen it's called uh youth sports and drugs we're not talking performance enhancing drugs we're talking over right. the counter, counter drugs yeah yeah pain medicine and if my daughter doesn't take two Advil twice a day, her shin splints are killing her. And she has competition oh. coming up. Yeah. And living on it. So yeah. this is a this is a big problem. And while well, we're all looking at holistic things, strengthening, yeah. going to a good physical therapist, getting educated on the best exercises my son or daughter could be doing besides the sport. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, it, it just to do like a roundabout thing. So you're not, like you said, just repetitive on one thing. Crazy. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. It's gonna crazy. Not everybody's a gold medalist. No, not oh, no, no. But I got news for you. When we talk about this mental pressure, whether it's Michael Phelps and yeah. how he incorporated mental training throughout the internet. Right. And act that even someone like him, the best in the world, had had problems, or oh, it's yeah. uh, 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 Nicole Bile, the gymnast, yeah. who in the Summer Olympics didn't compete because she said, you know, I, I, I can't do it. Yeah. So mental health. Well, I hate to do this, Dr. Bob, but uh-oh, where'd you go? Um, time flies when you're having a good time. <laughs> time flies. <laughs> yes, it does. And my computer is acting stupid here. So um, we've got 10 minutes left in our in our chat so okay. um i mean we've covered pretty much a, a lot of stuff um i wanted to talk about the the overuse and everything and we got into that uh, women, i'm sorry how about women in high heels women in wearing women, heels. well there you go and i was looking for my thing i just it went out of my head women in i can't wear high heels my ankles go like that i fall on my face i can't do it uh in podiatry whether it's jamming the feet in the in the shoe the ball the yeah, foot no i can't do that pressure on the ball <laughs> like, but, yeah uh, your toes is, are like putting, that right putting and putting pressure on corns of calluses yeah uh, we have a lot of business women who live in heels. They're not wearing three-inch spikes. No, but they're, they're like, yeah. Pants. They're wearing sometimes a different uh, heel height. So we have a few recommendations okay. for women who live in heels. And number one, again, is to give yourself some toe room. Choose shoes that don't jam your feet with the toes together. If you have problems with hammer toes or corns of calluses, absolutely include podiatry. They can save you. By and bunions. Down. Bunions. Uh, uh, another thing is when, when bunions are present, the dislocation of the big toe and the big the, the bump, and many yeah. times the foot type, this is important, Emma, the foot type that develops that's inherited. You know something? And years ago in my surgical career, we did surgery on the 68-year-old grandma. We uh -huh. did bunion surgery on her 45, 50-year-old daughter, and we were seeing trouble already in the 14, 13-year-old developing the bumps. So we want to pay attention to um, the fact that foot type can be acquired. Right. And if we see bunions, we want to pay attention to hammer toes. So we don't want to jam the uh, uh, foot in the ball of foot. And we want to tell women, if you wear heels all the time, again, strengthening your ankles, doing yes. some band exercises, 
alternate the heel height. When I would see European young women who were also athletic, they grew up in heels in mm -hmm. many instances. And then all of a sudden we would see when they started becoming more and more active, they would have Achilles tendon problems yeah. because they shortened the calf muscle yeah. by the, the uh, heel height. Yeah. Inch and a half to two inch is when we start changing your posture. When we start changing the posture to just walk in the heels, you know that. <laughs> yeah, so, I can't do it. <laughs> um, seeing a good chiropractor, strengthening again your core, your hips and your low back can yeah. save you if you're in heels every day. And this is a large part of our population, uh, especially in the business world, where women are in, in dresses or, or, or skirts yeah. and yeah. they're wearing heels. And they want to be able to, like, uh, you know, Jessica Parker with Sex and the City, famous. And then, <laughs> fine, yeah, those know? big old heels. I'm telling you. Know you. She today, she yeah. says, you know, if I knew then what yeah. I know yeah. now. I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have done it, quote, no, unquote. No, So, so definitely, confident. you know, come on, 50-something percent of the population are women. Yeah. And you have to understand, again, number one, postural problems, knees, yeah. Again, your daughter I mean, plays sports. Yeah, you want to be aware of the biomechanics and, and the foot mechanics, and consider very serious, at least over the counter super feet. But yeah. properly. Now, what uh, about like the? Go ahead. Yeah, what about like the Doctor Scholes? You go into Walmart and they've got a Doctor Scholes. Uh, it's like saying to you, you know, Emma, you wear glasses. And go to Walgreens, and if you want to yeah. pick up some readers and some generals, you might find them helpful. Yeah. That's not being casted or scanned for prescription. Well, I mean, for like a, a, a quick fix until they can come and see I, you or, you know what go, I mean? Go pick up some super fee. Yeah. Dr. Schultz over-the-counter art supports I've used for yeah. 40 years where I would tell somebody, I think you need more support. Pick yeah. up some Dr. Schultz art supports your size. Yeah. Uh, something flexible and then uh, see them, uh, wear them in your shoes. Like, you know, the most common foot condition we see in podiatry with active people is called plantar fasciitis. Arches, yeah. heels, common. Yeah. They hurt. They bother me. They do. want to then but... uh, uh, tell them to, you can pick up something over the counter. Almost always it's helpful. And if it is helpful, Orthotics could be magic for you. Still way underused in our population. Uh, it's not only podiatry, right. sports medicine, but the expertise like an eye doctor, optometry, oh. you want glasses? Oh, yeah. You Go want see to see? The, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Podiatry well, save you. I hate to do this, but it's time to wrap us up. I mean, it goes so fast. Yes. I mean, it always goes fast with you. We'll have Great. to we'll have to try and do a longer one next this time. Is what when you have a radio host as a guest. <laughs> and, uh, no, no, before. no. I I love to I love to have you know folks like you on because I give you a question and you just go. You know, I mean, that's part of it. You just you you get to learn and you get to learn from a pro. Well, we like doctors in segments. We want again add those three those three areas. We want to add awareness. We want to talk about education and we want to be able to talk about taking action and paying attention. And people go to my website, sportsdoctorradio.com. If they go over the radio shows, they go back years. 
Uh, we're going to have you on sometime in the near future. You'll we'll add you to the roster. We have nice. thousands of followers, Emma, on on uh, LinkedIn and Twitter. I can't tell you how many guests I get on those platforms. Mm-hmm. At sports Doc, D-O-C Radio. Follow us on Twitter. We have a lot of good sports medicine, fitness and wellness information. So uh, join the party. Oh, absolutely. And I just want to thank you once again, my friend, for coming on. And, um, you know, you, you, yeah, you have an open invitation to come on anytime you want. (laughs) Anytime you want. We'll we'll chat about. Yes, we'll do a sports medicine is in segment, maybe monthly. Talk to me about that. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. All right. Well, we'll talk to you later, Dr. Bob. That was Dr. Bob. Yes, I'll send you the uh, 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 Deborah's site for us to spread the word. Yeah, absolutely. And and we'll do it. All right. See ya. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Bob. Thank you, Emma.